my mic's been acting up so much lately um but yeah before we start off i just wanted to say um talk about the the, the racist comments that marcial and um you know excel twanzebe received after the sheffield game and i think it's just uncalled for uh, we're in 2021 right now and i don't think racism should be a thing anymore um we're all equal on and off the pitch and i don't think why people think it's it's justified to to pull out such comments uh i do think that manchester united dealt with the situation really well and i just hope it stops because honestly it doesn't even make sense anymore with these racist comments it reminds me of the like i i, I don't know i lost my train of thought but uh i honestly do think it's 2021 none of this should really happen anymore um it's uncalled for it it doesn't even make sense and there's no situation that i can think of that would make racism justified or those racist comments justified um but yeah Welcome back to Extra Time 90 Plus 3 is near here and today we need to talk about Manchester United. And uh I think there's there's a couple of podcasts ago, a couple of episodes ago, um I said I was a United fan and I didn't mean to say I was a United fan because I wanted to come off as an unbiased <laughs> uh person. <laughs> but but the cat's out of the bag and um I mean that's all we're going to talk about right now, <laughs> Manchester United. And uh before we talk about Manchester United, I want to talk about Gareth Bale actually. and the situation that's going on at spurs uh they lost the uh, 3-1 against liverpool and uh, can liverpool kind of like you know cut off um spurs's chance to maybe come up back into the top 4 it's going to be a lot harder for spurs to come back in the top 4 especially with harry kane out and he's been sidelined for i have no idea how long um but that's going to prove some a lot of issues actually for unite uh for uh, spurs um and and the reason being is because of sun Uh Son and Harry Kane are really like they they feed off each other when it comes to attacking. Um and with Son not having that partner there, I think he's going to struggle a lot. Everyone thought that, you know, Gareth Bale may be coming into that center forward position and really helping out there. Maybe this is time to shine. I don't know if I'm talking too fast. I don't think I am. Well, I'll find out when when I play back this audio. <laughs> um but yeah, uh what was I saying? I lost my train of thought again. Um yeah, but Mourinho um Tossed that idea out, saying that Gareth Bale will not play that centre forward position, and it's not because Mourinho doesn't want him to play. It's because Gareth Bale doesn't see himself playing in that left wing position or centre forward position, and he wants to play in that right wing position, and he prefers that position. And I think for that to happen, if Mourinho stays with the three at the back, um, maybe, uh, and I think Mourinho may be looking for another defender just because of how they played against Liverpool. Um, yeah, so. if he is going to play that three at the back i still think a false nineish up front would would work really well with andombele at that center forward position a person that can you know track back and go in front and really has that that he has the capabilities of a, of a playmaker and and he can he has the vision he has the passing 
And if you have the experience of Son and Gareth Bale both on that left and right side, you know, really pushing them forward, I think Spurs uh would really benefit for this uh, from this. And um, I wouldn't say it's a blessing in disguise with Kane's injury, but what it does is um, it forces Mourinho to change his tactics up a bit. Because when you don't have Kane as, as the heart of your attack, a lot of things will need to change around. A lot of people will need to share that load that Kane would bring. Um, and I think that's a good thing in Spurs' perspective because they've come into every game looking very predictable. And I think this, this, this could help them a lot, especially if Gareth Bale starts. And I hope he starts. Um, but yeah, let's look at the, 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 the Sheffield game. I think we came into the game a little, um, a little, um, how do I say this? A little chill. We didn't come in as, um, you know, title contenders because when you look at teams like City or Liverpool, they don't come in thinking, oh, it's an easy team. We'll just play an easier game. Nah, <laughs> When you play against easier teams, relatively easier teams, especially against Sheffield, who've only got five points in the in nineteen games, um, you need to come in with 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 the with the with the pressure, with the intensity, um, and that was not there throughout the game. And I think it's because of a lot of reasons. Okay, um, we can look at the first goal, saying that you know VAR should have ruled it out because of the push or anything. But I think that's not what we need to discuss. What we need to discuss is Twanzebe's um, mistimed jump. And that's what really, you know, brought that effect down. And that's how the goal was conceded. Whatever, we got the goal back. Um, after that, it's that second goal. And it's how easily Sheffield United could just pass the ball around in that final third. It was, it was so annoying to watch. It was because it was like watching Sunday League football. Or even, like, it was, it, like no disrespect to Sunday League football players. Um, I play Sunday League too, but... <laughs> um, honestly, like, you know, the ball was coming... There was a lot of silence there. The ball was coming back. De Gea didn't... He literally passed it back to the Sheffield player. They needed it to be some sort of power. Kick it out for, um, you know, corner. Something, something. Do something that takes the pressure off. That make sure that transition stops. And I don't know who it was in that um, who scored the goal. I forgot his name. Yikes. Um, but it was his first goal in the Premier League. And I don't know how uh, Twanzebe always gets in that, you know, that own goal position. I don't know how that happens. But you had Bruno Fernandes running from the, the attack all the way back to defense, you know, trying to trying to stop that, but he was too late. And I don't think that that, that should have been his job, but there were so many United players around that one Sheffield United player, but no one was really taking him down. And I think that was that was a huge issue. And it's I don't see Twanzebe really taking that center back position. Maybe that right back position, but not the center back position. And and I was just looking at why Bayi didn't play, and it was because he was involved in an accident. Uh, but he's fine, uh, thank God. Um, and I think he should be he should be cleared for the for the game against Arsenal today. Uh, but yeah, uh, looking at that, there were a lot of tactical issues, uh, and and a lot of players that I don't think need to be starting. Um, and when I say that, I mean Twanzebe doesn't need to start. Um, I guess he started just because of Bayi being off, and when you playing Maguire, uh, you need to have a faster uh, defender, and Twanzebe really fits that role. 
and Martial. Martial needs to be stopped. Like, he does not need to play anymore. Um, and I've lost my patience with him, with his attitude and his inconsistency. Um, I don't know what it is, but he's just not cut off for a team such as Manchester United. And when you have Bruno Fernandes, you know, not maybe going through some sort of, like, dry spell and Rashford in that dry spell, you need to have players like, you know, Martial stepping up, getting in the goals. And he just hasn't really filled that position. But again, I know why he played. is because Cavani needed a break. And I know a lot of you are saying, oh, no, he doesn't need a break. When a player hits 33-34, you need to protect that player. And a, and a player that brings so much into the team, if he's injured, then Manchester United are in a lot of trouble. Yeah, so again, with the intensity of the Premier League, with his age in mind, there, there, there needs to be some, you need to protect the player sometimes. And coming into this game, you know, Sheffield United, it was supposed to be a confidence booster for a lot of players like Greenwood, Bruno, Rashford, and Martial. But, you know, uh, Greenwood didn't show up. Martial didn't show up. Uh, and I think Greenwood didn't show up. It's because of the position that he's playing in. Um, he's become really predictable. And a lot of teams have picked up on it, you know. A lot of teams have picked up on it. And I think he needs to go back to the position he used to play in that centre-forward position. And last time he played that centre-forward position, he kept moving out to the right. So he needs to be taught that, you know, he's a player with two feet. He can shoot with both feet. And I think him in that centre-forward position, instead of Martial, if Cavani doesn't play, I think would do wonders for him. Uh, secondly, I think there needs to be a change in tactics. And when I say that, I mean doing something that Manchester City do. And they do it so well. With ja On paper, they have four at the back, but usually in game you have Stones, Ruben Diaz, who has, these two are honestly a brick at the back. And then you have Kyle Walker, who has the pace to go up in front and come at the back at the same time. And you have Jock and Cello taking in that center midfield position. So if United play something similar, makes them unpredictable and gives a lot of bodies and a lot of uh, quality up in that middle, in the middle field, <laughs> in that midfield position. Um, and then you can have like Luke Shaw or Alex Telles go into that center mid position of Aaron Van Bissaka. You have um, Maguire and Bailly at the back. And I think that would work really well for United. In other news, um, uh, you, Lingard has left for West Ham. And I think this is honestly something a lot of fans are waiting for. Not because, you know, Lingard isn't, the best, just because, honestly, I, I liked the work rate that he had. And it was just sad seeing him not play for United. But again, he had a lot of wages on his side as well. I think he was paid 80000 For a player that is not playing for United, that's a lot. So it's a good thing that the board is now like taking this into consideration. And you're not taking a lot of the, the, the wages out of the margin. So you have Lingard moving out to West Ham for the, the, for the rest of the season. It was a $1.5 uh, loan. And then you have Rojo, who left for Boca Juniors. Uh, his fee was around 5 mil. And I think uh, it's good that we um, that United are really taking out some of these players. I think next should be Jones. And I think Brandon Williams as well be sent out on loan. Um, but let's see. And then looking at the defensive uh, part of uh, United, I still think that United need a solid centre-back. And if Upamecano doesn't come... There are quite a few, I would say, uh, options in, in the Premier League. And one, I think it's a long shot, but I think Tarek Mitchell, he's only 21 years of age. Um, but I think 
he plays amazing in 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 for Crystal Palace and for a team that is not doing so well this season again with Zaha out um i mean he for a person who's only 21 he has great defensive awareness and i know i use defensive awareness a lot it is because for a team that united that's inconsistent in that defensive area defensive awareness goes a long way so i think tarik mitchell would would be great but again he's he's british talent so he would not come cheap um and if you look at maybe other position i mean other players you have wesley fofana who plays for leicester city again great player um and has really made that center back position his own uh but again i don't think leicester city will will want to sell him just because united are direct competition um but if you're looking at someone and um that would be konsa from um aston villa i think i watched the game uh that villa played against united and i think he was absolutely great in that center back position he's got the pace he's got the height he's great in the air he's got the passing he's got the composure really fits that spot and if um you know just saying that you know if bai doesn't play i would really want to see konsa play uh and again he's somewhat pl proven that would be amazing to see and another uh, villa player i think united need to go for is mati cash um to fill out that that right back position If Aaron Man, uh, Aaron Aaron, if Aaron Bissaka doesn't play, Matty Cash I think can do amazing there. He's twenty three years of age. He's already got two assists in the Premier League, and I think it's just that he's very good in going up front. Um. So yeah, I think that's another player that United need to go for, and um, Declan Rice I think is another player uh that United will go for, and they'll have to spend a lot of money on Declan Rice. So I think players like Matty Cash and um Konsa they would fairly they would be a lot cheaper uh to get um compared to Fofana and Mitchell. So yeah, I think that's something United will need to look forward to in that in the summer. Um and yeah, so I spoke about Martial and how I think it's time for him to leave United just because um I think you need to bring in a player that plays for the badge. Some someone who can bring that Bruno Fernandes effect again. Um and hopefully Pogba stays as well. And I think that's that's a team that will be scary to face against. Uh looking at the match uh today United play against Arsenal. It's a must win game and I think United will come in fairly strongly with Scott McTominay and uh and Fred filling in that center that holding midfielder role. This because I think Matic kind of struggled and that would give the opportunity to Pogba to um you know really go up and uh front and attack so i honestly do think if bai does um get cleared for the game today you would see maguire you would see um bai van bissaka and shaw at the back with de gea in goal and then you would see fred and mctominay along with pogba Bruno Fernandes and Rashford and Cavani up front. I think this is the team that we'll be going with. I'm fairly certain. Uh looking at Arsenal's game, um Arsenal's team. They have quite a few players that are out actually. Uh they have Ceballos who has a calf injury, Mari who has a calf injury, Partey and Smith-Rowe came off limping against uh, Southampton. Not sure if they'll play. Um hopefully not from a United's perspective. And you have Tierney who has a calf injury as well and Aubameyang who 
who is out for personal reasons. Um, and if he does test negative for COVID uh, and is in the right mental state, I think um, he would start. But if not, you'd see Pepe and uh, Lacazette uh, really going in for that attacking position. Um, but I think that's all the time we have for today. Uh, hopefully, United come in with the three points. It's because City are going against Sheffield and I think they will come in attacking. And we just need to make sure that that one point gap is there and it doesn't go up to four, seven, ten points. Um, because City play against Liverpool in a couple of weeks and hopefully they both come out. They don't both come out with a draw. They, they come out with a draw. And that will help United really close the gap. And then, yeah. Um, but that's pretty much it. Thank you so much. Uh, and that's full time. <laughs>